What's up, listeners? My name's Tyler, and you're listening to Horror is Home Podcast. Today, I'm going to be discussing a third and fourth episodes of I Know What You Did Last Summer on Amazon Prime Video. If you haven't had a chance, check out where I covered the first two episodes of this series on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and our Facebook page. I'm going to take a quick break before going into the plot of each episode. third episode opens up with a spider crawling around inside some structure that turns out to be Jackson's head. Allison, aka Lynn, drives away and calls her dad, who is not picking up. She comes home to find his phone and locks it to see a video a woman sent of the two of them. She leaves to meet up with the others. Dale is seen unloading something into a dumpster from the black truck seen last episode. He has a remote control that turns on and off the security camera nearby. Lynn meets up with Margo and Riley to talk about what happened to Johnny. Dylan shows up, startling them. Margo suggests that it was actually Allison, who they don't know is still alive, pretending to be Lynn. Margo continues to make the situation about her, saying he was my best friend, and trying to come up with reasons for her accusations, then suggests that they tell the police. The other three now refuse to go to the cops. Dylan continues to say, I'm not turning Allison in, showing he believes that she may still be alive. The camera that Dale turned on shows that recorded the whole conversation. At home, Bruce receives a phone call and shows signs of concern. He tries to call Lynn, but she rejects the call while talking to Margot. Lynn gets pulled over, and it's the woman she saw in the video with her dad. The cop tells Lynn that she should go home because her dad's been trying to reach her. When she gets home, the black truck speeds off. Bruce is angry about Lynn seeing the video and how she talked to the woman he's seeing. He was only calling her to tell her about the news of Johnny's death. She texts back Allison's number, calling them out. The next day at the diner, she hears people talking about Johnny and Eric's deaths. She goes outside and runs into Dylan, who says he has nothing to say to her. He keeps thinking about the night they hit Allison and how he did what he did with Lynn. She finally received a text back from the number saying let's meet up with a marked location. The police chief Lila goes into town to question Eric's ex-wife. She tells her fellow officer to wait outside. He then for no reason confronts Riley, who is sitting at a nearby picnic table. He asks her what her business is doing around there and that he needs to see some ID approving that she lives there. Her mother comes out and stands up for her daughter. I'm not sure if this character is important as we're only now meeting him and he comes off very robotic. The first thing he did was tell Lila a statistic about murders being friends with their victims. His name is Officer Doug. Riley goes and meets up with Dylan at the store. There Dale is working and he makes passive remarks about Johnny's death and the night that he came across them pulled over on the road a year ago. Margot shows up at the marked location, claiming she was worried about Lynn whenever she didn't show up the night before, and that she is able to track Lynn's phone, assumingly a choice made by the actual Lynn before the incident. Her security guard, Kyle, honks from the car, and Margot says that she has to leave for therapy. The number texts Lynn again, saying, new plan, with a new marked location. The new destination is her work, the diner. There she finds Dale in the back, who greets her, saying, now I got you, as she hits him in the head with a can of food. 
Meanwhile in the cave, Riley and Dylan are investigating. He blames himself for Allison or Lynn being out on the road that night. Riley reassured him that it's not his fault and that she's dead, even though she admits she thought she heard a breath that night as they were leaving the cave. Margo and Allison arrive there, and she tells the group of Dale's supposed attack. They don't believe that the attack was genuine and that Allison must still be alive. She storms off and says she's going to prove it was Dale, with or without them. They meet up with Lynn at the shop where Dale works. They go inside to find that he's been murdered. Riley accuses Lynn since she arrived there before they did. The group disperses as they hear police sirens in the distance, which the cop from earlier, Doug, walks in and discovers Dale's body. They discover goat organs were thrown in the dumpster, assumingly from the goat that was in her closet and the body that was found on the road before. Flashback to the night of the party. Dylan apologizes to Riley for not having sex with her, and she yells at him, more than likely adding to the reason their friendship grew so distant over the last year. Back in modern day, Dylan drives around the town and sees Johnny's missing head now in front of the police station. At home, Allison texts her old number and asks, Who are you? The number replies, I am you, with a picture of Lynn's scars on her leg, followed by, I'm coming for you, and a video message of the night she had sex with Dylan. Allison stares with anger and frustration in her eyes as the episode ends there. The fourth episode opens up with a compilation of videos being posted, appearing to be a sex page of Lynn's before the accident. There's a video with Margot, and then there's also the video of Lynn with Dylan of the night of the accident. Allison, still pretending to be Lynn, goes to Margot and admits that she thinks it's her sister behind all of this. Meanwhile, Riley and Dylan find Allison's old jacket on his land. At the police station, there is a protest outside for the cops to arrest Kelly Kraft for the murders. She is Eric's ex-wife and a fling of Dale's. All of this is happening on the same day of some naked nature mile. The real Allison finds a note that says, I'm here, and thinks she sees someone outside. So she runs after them to the shore. The nature runners pull her out into the water, so she drifts away and stays afloat. She bumps into something that turns out to be Lynn's body. Lila brings Allison to her father, Bruce, then Lila and Bruce examine Lynn's body in the morgue. Lila believes that it was a similar case to the cave cults, and that her injuries show that she had jumped into the water, suggesting suicide. They choose not to do an autopsy, which it's important to remember this time everyone believes that it's Allison's body, not the real Lynn. The real Allison, Margot, Riley, and Dylan gather in a room to talk about the body. There's still a killer on the loose, but Dale and Lynn are both dead, being the only ones that they know of that saw them that night. Dylan admits that he loved Allison and storms off after blaming Lynn for the night everything happened. An upset Bruce goes to Clara after leaving the morgue. He asks her, how long did you have her? She preserved her body for the solstice, then let her go when she, quote, wasn't the right one. The last thing Clara says is, I protected you too, Bruce. That night, Bruce comes home to Allison upset. She says, tomorrow is my funeral, since everyone will think Allison is the actual dead one instead of Lynn. She talks about not going to her own funeral and possibly one day not being Lynn anymore, as she would have to move somewhere new where no one knew her, but she would still have this secret looming over her. Her dad gives her back her old necklace that he got from Clara. Back at the station, Lila interrogates Kelly. She finds records of texts between her and Dale, where Dale made a joke about killing Eric. She admits that she's glad that Eric is dead, but promises that it was only a joke. On the beach, Allison is waiting aside Lynn's body before the funeral. Dylan arrives, claiming he wants to apologize. By that, he means apologizing to Allison's, aka Lynn's, dead body. The real Allison grows impatient with Dylan's self-loathing and tells him to move on from basking in his mistakes. The other cop, Doug, has been investigating Dale's bank records and finds that he's been receiving a number of consecutive deposits of Bitcoin from an OnlyFans account, the same account that posted Lynn's sex videos. 
Near the funeral, Margot goes to the diner and we see a flashback to the night of the incident. Lynn was harsh and tells Margot that she never cared about her. Allison enters the diner and apologizes for being so terrible to Margot in the past. They both get emotional and kiss before Bruce walks in and asks Allison if she's ready to say goodbye to her sister. On the shore, everyone is gathered to pay their final respects. Each of the friends receive another message from Allison's old number that reads, I'm still here. A scream is heard in the distance, which everyone follows the scream up to the diner bathroom. The scream came from Courtney, Riley's mom slash Bruce's groundskeeper after she discovered Doug's throat had been slashed and Harold, who ran the diner and is Allison's boss, is also dead in the stall. The group receives another message that we can't see. Meanwhile, Lynn's body is in flames on the water, alone, and the episode ends there. Some of my thoughts on these two episodes, the third really didn't feel that eventful, especially following the first two episodes, which the first one gave us the events of the night Lynn was killed and the reveal that it was actually Allison behind the wheel. The second ended dramatically with the brutal deaths of Johnny and Eric, and in the third, the small town is in an uproar over the deaths, and we see Dale being shady before he gets killed. That was pretty much the gist of it. For the fourth episode, there was a lot more development with the videos being leaked, Lynn's body being discovered, and seeing the toxic friendship between Lynn and Margot in the flashback. Plus the two deaths at the end. Right now, my suspicion points to Margot being the killer or working with the killer. She's expressed possessive tendencies over both Johnny and Lennon. She seems like she had access to the videos from a year ago as she was in them and knew exactly when the one with Dylan was made. Margot was in the diner prior to the bodies being found right outside in the restroom. She has to go to therapy and has had a breakdown for the last year and was extremely mad or hurt by Lynn. This is halfway through the season with only four episodes left to watch. We've been introduced to quite a few characters who seem as though they wouldn't have any angle to be the killer, such as Riley's mom, Courtney, the police chief, Lila, and Eric's ex-wife, Kelly. I'm pretty glad we won't be seeing more of Doug, as it was just an odd choice to write him to be such a dull character. As soon as I saw Harold this episode, I knew that he was going to be murdered, his role being very short and introduced too quickly. Courtney's character is kind of annoying, as all she does is complain and doesn't want to work, and even though she screamed at the sight of the corpses, she still made the remark, I'm not cleaning this up afterwards. Her time on screen is just unpleasant, so I wouldn't be surprised if she is killed before any of the other main characters. I don't know. The show has been entertaining, but it is feeling a bit drawn out. It's almost as if they could have saturated the plot and used the production value to just make a movie instead. As of now, I'll keep watching and see where the story goes. That's all for today's discussion of I Know What You Did Last Summer. Follow me on Instagram and like the Horrors Home Facebook page. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give me a five-star rating as those will help for others to discover my podcast. My name's Tyler, and thanks again for listening.